0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to, uh, I don't know what episode of the Prairie Puck Podcast. It's like 13? Is it 12, is it 12 or 13? Who cares? It doesn't I matter. Think it's... Welcome back. I'll check. Zach will check out and get read on that. But either way, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, tonight we're going to be coming, uh, making up with, uh, coming up, I guess, talking with our 13. list that we have. Episode 13. Oh. Wow. We're going to be going over tonight a heavily requested topic for us to discuss, and that is assembling an all-time Winnipeg Jets lineup. So recently on my channel, I made a video talking about the all-time, top top, my personal list of the top 10 greatest Jets. Zach and Carter talked about it numerous times throughout different episodes of the podcast and on their own channels as well. So a lot of you guys collectively have wanted to see what our all-time lineup would look like. So what we're going to do is we're going to go all throughout all of our lists, each individually, and then compare and talk about which guys we think should be over other guys potentially, based on our list and so on so hopefully this will be interesting because I think Carter is going to have some guys different from what I'm going to have and I've got no idea so Zach's a complete wild card right now I don't know how much Zach's, wild wild card, but Zach's, like. Zach's
1: got like I'm expecting like exactly a Jim Slater on Jim
0: Slater first line type shit with Chris Z- Thorburn the GF Zach's GF got like a
1: couple like roster spots <laughs> that still need tryouts three team
0: yeah, it's actually a solid 3-on-3. Either way, I I think w- who we should go in the order of the screens it is, uh, at least for me. On my, Actually, it is for you guys, too. We're going to get in the order from top left down to the bottom. You so Carter is it. going to be starting off. You're going to go first. So I think what we should do is we should start off with the fourth line and then go to a defensive pairing, third oh. line, defensive pairing, and then jump like that, and oh, then build. do the goalies at the top.
1: I'm so glad you started with him because my fourth line would have been awkward when, like... Did not decide. All right, so I think my first so, Carter Nolan, so my,
2: take it away. My my fourth line left winger is Morris Lukowicz, who played on the team from '78 to '85.
0: Really? I
2: have Thomas Steen, who played '81 to '95.
0: Interesting and Thomas I Steen, have, so low.
2: Um, I then have Paul McLean, who played '81
1: uh, to '88. <laughs> that is two thirds of my fourth line. <laughs> I ha- wow, so <laughs> very free. perfect spot. Like I have, I have Keith Kachuck.
2: Zach, we'll get to you.
1: I know, but like I was very excited. I liked where you put things.
2: Okay, um, so we're now doing third pairing defense.
0: Well, I, I think what we're gonna do is go to my uh, fourth line now.
1: Okay, <laughs> oh, go for it. Okay, yeah, see what we're doing. go I go so go. for
0: my fourth line, I'm going to go with. Now I debated this for a while. I debated Andrew Ladd or Patrick Lining. Now, oh, that mu- tough. And, and I, you might be thinking, well, over everybody else, I got a lot of the older guys heavy and the cur- more current guys down at the bottom. So I had to pick between someone we've seen in the last 10 years that I feel is worthy of this team. And I think, honestly, I would take first three years of Patrick Laine over the best year we got of uh, uh, Andrew Ladd. So I'm going to be going with Patrick Line, I guess, as my left winger. Mm. And then from my center, I am going to go with... Thomas Steen, even though I think he could be higher, I'm I'm going to put Thomas Steen on the fourth line. And then on my f- right wing, I agree with that. On my right wing, I am going to go with probably David Christian. Christian. Okay. That's
2: fair. And uh, so, one thing I would like to say with mine, it, it's not always like the best player is going to be on the first line. Uh, chemistry comes in there also as well. So that's another okay. thing.
0: I have that well, kind of in my back of my head as well. Yeah. So, so I just want
2: to make sure that's clear and out there. And also, ladies and gentlemen, right. make sure
0: to go down to the comment section and share your teams. I think we'd all love to see what the uh, general oh, hey, consensus brother, is with these teams. So please go down there and share it. And if you don't want to take the time to share an entire lineup, share your top five favorite Jets or something like that. Let's see what you guys' favorite players are. So Zach, okay.
1: So, my fourth line is actually one of the lines that I've actually completed. I have Keith Kachuk on my fourth line left wing. I, I, I like him, but, like, he's not the fastest, me. honestly. He's not the fastest. Like, he's uh, good. Uh, but, but does like... the
0: point total not outweigh the type of style he pl- of hockey he played?
1: Yes, okay. but I would also, but I would also question how his style of play would go against other people's styles.
0: But Keith Kachuk still had 27 goals in 2007.
1: Yeah, I to more point totals than just goals as well.
0: I do i do but see what I, you mean even, but i like, also looked, i also
1: tried to center and that's in his late late 30s, late
0: 30s late 30s i
1: know early kay. 40s fourth line center thomas steen so i think we, we can safely put thomas steen as a fourth line center
0: i think thomas steen in like all time he could obviously go like, higher but like let's i don't know i feel like the, this place, the I center
1: position is pretty like the center and right wing position i found was pretty comfortable like there was a lot of good stuff in there
2: well, well the thing the thing for me with steen was that the reason i put him there is mainly just because i feel like the other centermen i have have a better fit with the specific line as opposed That's to the game where i wasn't sure where i wanted him which is why i put him on the fourth line just because it's mainly because of the guys he's playing with compared to the others and then I had Paul
1: McClain on my right wing. Oh, there you
0: yeah, go. Both of you guys have Paul McClain. All right, now over to Carter with your third pairing defense.
1: Third pairing defense? Okay,
2: I have... I'm really bad at saying his name. Uh, Dave, uh, Babich? Dave Babich? Dave Babich.
0: Babich.
2: Sorry. Bad with names. Respect. I and like Dave Babich. Then, there, too. And then I have Tipo Numenen.
0: Tempo Newman is... If, wow, third. Okay.
2: Yeah, so, okay. I had, so, um, uh, yeah, and I had him, so he played 80 to 85, and then Newman played 88
0: to 96. Interesting.
2: A lot of time for Newman, Jeez, he was on the team for eight years.
0: I have, as my third pairing, I've got Babbage playing with Olsen, Frederick Olsen. He played on the team okay. from 86
1: to 93, obviously. Yeah. That's I... I- I have uh Babbage with Olsen as well.
0: Ah, really? Okay. Yeah, I I yeah, I, I was yeah. Waiting for the
2: Toby was... Enstr- Jacob Truba.
0: I was yeah, debating yeah, no. it. I was debating Toby Enstrom because I was You know who was current debating the most? And I'm like, he yeah, was I really felt good. so oh. bad.
1: I felt like such years. a like I felt dirty thinking about, it, but I'm like, I really like Neil Pionk's power play. I would yeah, say, Zach, I would impressed. say give
0: Zach, Neil Pionk two more years onto this three-year deal. No, I know. How long is it? It's not three years, isn't yeah, it? Isn't it longer than three years? He like, I can't... He could there. work his... I understand next year, he, yeah. Let's just say next year, Neil Pionk, if he plays... If this defense meshes, Neil Pionk could be a guy up for the Norris. He really yeah. could. He the, could be, like,
1: the Jeff Petrie Dark Horse type pick. Exactly. Like, that not, doesn't...
0: Not necessarily, like, you... Maybe not a mainstream you've, team, you've but it depends on how the pick
1: does. Verge on the fringe... But he's but once you get into those pressure situations, that's a guy who's going to be key, for sure.
0: If he can grow his defensive so, game more uh, and have less responsibility on him, for sure. Yeah.
2: So, right. uh, Jake, Jake, you gave your third party defense. Did Zach? I Zach, I did. did yes, same, it was the same. I actually me. gave. Yes, yes. So, is it time for me to do my? You want a backup
0: goalie as well? I was gonna say let's sprinkle in the backup goalie.
1: Hey. I pretty sure goalie. we
0: all know have the same backup <laughs> I, goalie. I, I, I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know. Say, say yours. All right. Well, uh, Carter, you go first. Okay.
1: Hey, so
2: uh, I had uh, Joe Daly as my backup goalie.
0: I have Joe Daly as well.
2: Uh, played from seventy-two to seventy-nine. Yep,
0: I have Joe Daly as well.
2: Zach didn't have Joe Daly. No, he doesn't. <laughs> I, did, I know he doesn't. Who's your thir-
0: Who's your second string?
1: I'd have oh, you go I feel like a dumbass now.
2: <laughs>
0: I put out. A-
2: hey, I actually He's have my third. I, I had Daly at third. I feel my like a, friend, f- I fucking
1: had a IDIOT now. An honorable mention. I miss do- the. You gotta, you gotta
0: remember. You gotta remember how even though the Avco Cup isn't he the established uh, I Cup, love how you say I have to
1: remember. Uh, though, I won in two
0: thousand, Jake Even though
2: WHA All Star Joe Daly and
0: three-time Avco Cup champion go Joe Daly. Who the fuck do you? Think he was he a star of that league for goaltending. I'm, okay. All right. And I'm respect to a really Winnipegger. Started. If you ever listen to this, Joe Daly, I love your card store. Yeah. I go every time I'm in Winnipeg. <laughs> I do. I you swear, know. I do. I go every year, I go, I can't what's wait to go in what? November. The sports K. card store. What? Joe Daly Sports. Sports cards.
1: Oh, we're, I we're I terrible. That thing. You didn't know we're it was so a thing? What? How we're are you? So did you call yourself
0: Winnipeg Jets fans. I,
1: I call myself a Winnipegger and a Winnipeg Jets fan for your information. Shame on
0: you all.
2: I did not know he
0: had a store. No one what? Was he works it, man. He's there signing, talking. He's a great guy. All
2: right. Then I'll go see him sometime.
0: Joe Daly cards. Yeah. This is
2: terrible, Carter. How okay. do you not... They sell so sports going. cards. This is going... bad. This is going
0: bad. I'm shocked. Like, I'm was, i like... <laughs> I was going... Okay, we're definitely going then. When I come, li- uh, ladies and gentlemen... We'll go. We'll go. I'm, on, on, I'm, on. On. I'm <laughs> taking you guys there now. Third, Third line. line.
1: I'm just going to
2: search it up right now just to make sure I'm not like... Like, I haven't been there and just didn't know that it was...
1: <laughs> Oh, oh hey Joe Daly, Daly. Okay. let's go get some milk. Let's get him on wait, the podcast. Wait. Let's get him on the You're podcast. You're not just coming past it.
0: Let's let's go to a store and ask him to get on the podcast. Oh, All okay. right. Let's do it.
1: Okay. So Joe Daly, if you,
0: you ever line? hear this, yeah, right. tw- everyone get let this out to is Joe. It. Tweet tweet this out to Joe Daly. Come on the podcast. we Would love to talk to you about that era hey, of hockey. Joe Daly,
1: come talk with you. <sighs> I love the
0: WHA WHA era hockey. I'd love to talk about it.
1: Okay. Sweet.
0: All right, moving on. Carter.
2: we going third. Okay. Third pair. Third line. Excuse me. This is where you'll definitely see the whole. Chemistry aspect is more of a thing, so I have. Don't tell Mark, me you picked Blake picks. Wheeler, Mark Scheifele, and Patrick Lining. Shut the fuck up. What? all, Yeah. What do you have, Jake?
0: Can I hear the reasoning for that before we get into my opinion?
2: Uh, I wanted Liney on the right side because of a shot. I mainly right side or left has... side. Isn't he on the right side? Carl? No, he's on the left side. Shot. So okay, left side. On the
1: left left side. side. Okay. Either way, it
0: doesn't matter. Just w- why is that a third line that you think is gr- all time great? So out of everyone in that 90s uh, era, there's no one that jumps in there that can put you pop into you, and you don't you don't have any guys like um, you don't have Troy uh, Murray.
2: I, I, it, it's it's like the thing that for me that's difficult is I, I, I find it difficult I, for me to to really envision mixing the styles of older and newer players. What about Troy Murray?
0: Early nineties captain. That. Troy Murray won the Selkiest with the Jets. I know.
1: Like he was really Jake, good. Jake, Jake. I feel like this is getting it this is leading somewhere Tell I'm just surprised.
0: I'm just I'm just I'm, third I, my third line is uh is Troy Murray. I have Troy Murray on my third line. I think he was a very respectable player for Winnipeg. Okay. Um he was pretty damn good for us. And really? honestly, I'm just thinking, uh I'm still see. I told Carter this. I'm debating it in my head as we're going because I can't do this. I just these right. guys are am so hard it. for me to really like imagine everything. I'm bringing so many elements into it, and I'm really thinking I, I'm probably gonna go with honestly. I know it's just kind of ripping Carter for this, but I'm gonna go with Mark Shifley and Blake Wheeler.
1: Okay, well then I don't feel bad because I had Mark Shifley and Blake Wheeler pegged, and I had line set up with it. And I'll tell you why. For all the so, let's make this clear. Let's so make this clear.
2: Exactly the same one oh. I did.
1: Yes, I did. But let's just make this clear. Let's just make this clear.
2: Shut
1: the fuck up! Shut up! No. But, like, we rip on Blake Wheeler, but if we are talking the Blake Wheeler that we want here, we want, like, 2016 to 18, maybe 19 Wheeler. That Blake Wheeler? Good. What Mark Scheifele are we talking about? We're talking about 2018 playoff Scheifele. That's the Mark Scheifele we're talking about. Right, I think I can safely say that. That is right. Yes.
0: Okay. And then line A pretty I, much. I, I'm gonna, gonna make a, I'm gonna make a swap also, um, <laughs> with my list there on the third line. I, I don't feel confident saying Troy Murray. I changed my mind. I'm with Willie Lindstrom from the WHA era. I thought he was gonna say
1: Patrick Line a there. Okay, Crocs. Yeah, no, he's gonna foot. It's okay. I'm gonna I'm so, gonna it
0: to that. I feel more confident with okay. that honestly in my head I thinking about those players. Pairing. Uh, second D- Okay, pair.
2: so D pairings, um, for my second pairing defense, I have Randy Carlisle and okay. Fr- uh, Frederick Olison. Okay. So uh, Randy Carlisle played from 80 to 85, and Olison played from 86 to
0: 93. Randy Carlisle was really good with the Jets too.
2: Yeah, that's yeah. why he's there.
0: Yep. All do? right. I, I am going to and I go. A well. So I'm just like, reading you know, his stats. I I've got all these guys' stats up. So I I'm am like reading his stats, I'm like, damn, he Carter, really was good.
1: Carter, I'm positive you and I have the same first defense in line now. Probably. I I know. <laughs> I think we might all have the same first Brian defenseman so yeah. defense pairing.
0: So my defense pairing, I it is uh Brandy Carlisle on tempo Newman.
2: Oh, okay, so me and you basically just had uh, Teppo Newmanin and. Uh,
0: I really, I really value Teppo Newmanin's time with Winnipeg and what he did with us. He was a very fair. good defenseman. Yeah. One of I was first real time good time two-way so. type defender. He been a long
2: time, so I, I respect that.
1: Yeah. I was always torn with my other pairing, although I would definitely slot. I, I'll put in. That was one of the ones I hadn't finished. I'll put Carlisle in there, and then I'll put Olsen. next because I had Olsen.
0: I like how we all have the same top pairing. Obviously. Like, here's the thing, the top <laughs> pairing, we
1: know, we know who we're, we have, right? Okay, so, so for the record, for the record, I'm not going to spoil it, but do we have one from 1.0 and one from 2.0, right? Yeah, okay. Yes, we, yeah, we do. Okay, good, good, Keep going. let's not go to starting goalie, let's go to second line. Okay,
2: so second line, uh, I have, uh, Keith Kachuk, Dale Howerchuk, uh, uh, Timu Solani.
1: Wait, 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 who the fuck? what? Yes. Wait. Okay, okay. Zach, right. Zach,
2: I think, is forgetting about uh, WHA, this one
0: line. I think Zach is giving a hearty fuck WHA. WHA era
2: one line.
0: See, and that God WHA line is my second line. Uh, Bobby Hall, Ulf Nielsen with Anders Hedberg. That's my second line. Okay. The reason yeah, so why, and it's nothing to knock on these players, but they, did, but they I, were absolutely incredible, but these... T- Players ahead of them, their longevity and what they were able to accomplish in the NHL, I feel outweighs the chemistry of a line in an early. Who did game you have on your left? left wing, my left wing. Who did you ever, yeah, Bobby Hall. You Bobby, you Bobby Hall on your
1: left wing. Okay. Honestly, I hadn't picked my left wing. I put Lukowicz there, and then I had uh, Nelson and Hedberg. Look
0: at that, bad boy. Yeah, or- Bobby yeah, Hall Luke. signature right there. Met the match awesome. 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 awesome.
1: Lukowich over uh, Kachak? Yes.
0: Okay. Just the check you. that on your list?
1: No, I have Kachuk 4th. No, he
2: has Kachuk 4th. Oh,
1: okay. I went oh, through that one, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. The mm-hmm. one you got growth for.
2: I like Lukowich, but
1: I don't know. Which... I don't really care. Honestly, I couldn't figure out who I wanted on that second line. Like for me, I,
2: I, I, had trouble. I had trouble with my my, my third line. I my first, 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 first
1: line was the easiest first line. I went through and, went through and I'm like, yep.
0: Yo, see, like, I don't know how blurry this is going to be. But check that out that's me with bobby hall's stanley cup championship <laughs> ring on
2: that's gorgeous
0: he, he brought up when he, when, he, when he came to the autograph session i was at uh since he was talking to me about the jets for a long time because i and uh he showed the way we put on the ring
1: okay so now now top defense line phil
2: housley dustin bufflin
0: yeah yeah same all, we're all the same that's there we right. can just move on. Even, that was the easiest that. thing ever <laughs> dustin bufflin is an absolute beast uh, he's a uh, three-time uh, he's All-Star. He was almost a Norris candidate. Stanley Cup champion. Yep, face of the franchise, not to mention. He he's uh, he's irreplaceable. In my uh, opinion, he before. should have his number retired. How do you, let's talk about yeah, that for a sure. little bit? How do you guys feel about that?
1: For sure. For yep. sure. I think honestly, people may weigh too much into account the fact of how he left, but honestly, that's fucking irrelevant. He was one hundred percent the first. Would, who else would you retire? The first then? play. The first play in the history of Winnipeg Jets was Dustin Bufflin drilling a guy. Yep, going for the puck.
0: That set the tone for our franchise for that. a long Never time. That.
1: On the yeah. fu- when the boards were still fucking covered in white, there was no I, fucking sponsors there. I think, first preseason game.
2: I think we should do our starting goaltender before
1: we do our first.
0: For game. sure, for yes. sure. Yes. So, so is sure our, goal our star- uh, goaltender? Two well. point Hell yeah, it is. Connor, yeah, Connor, Connor, been. Been. So Obviously, my... look, you, you got one there. Connor, it's behind you too. Vesna, winner, the only Jets goaltender to everyone win a Vesna. You have to. That honestly makes him number one. He's
1: also arguably the best goalie right now. And he's and the best American so
0: goaltender won. of all time. He has the win record. That's huge. And
1: honestly, like he has the win record in a single season. I I argue he's 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 probably the best American goaltender. He's honestly top 10 probably right now, if he keeps this pace up, if he's easily top 5. Year, in the
0: next three years, and also, There's a I, couple think, next names year, that I think next year he's going to win the Vesna, which is a different okay, conversation, so but I, with this defense I have we question. have now, with the defense we have now, it's so much right. more improved, and look how bad, look how good he's been with the shit in front of him. So let's compare some, like, I just want to, just quickly, That's
1: I do love my goaltending, bad. I love my goaltending, but... Best American goaltenders, aside from Hellebook, we're looking at, like, in history, we're looking at, what, Mike Richter? We're looking at maybe Jonathan Quick, given, you know, his two Stanley Cups as well. Um, Tom Barrasso probably is in there, obviously, the guy who held the record before him. After that, it's not a lot. So, honestly, especially nowadays, to see a lot of good American goaltending, not to mention John Gibson as well, Seeing Connor Hall extend head over heels above the rest is—that's how good he is. Easily, that's how good he is. Honestly. So let's do our first
0: line, which I think is Carter. also going to be almost identical.
1: Well, I've I fucking well maybe you and I. I think Carter put the WH of the line on his first line. So all
0: right,
2: uh, my first my first line is uh, Bobby Hall. mm mm-hmm.
0: It's my second him. line. Mm-hmm. It's the and, hot line. Um, yeah,
2: and then, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, on- Hedberg. Hedberg. Yeah. Okay, Hedberg. what's your first line, Jake?
0: My first line is Keith the Chuck, Dale Howard, Chuck, and T. Mussolini.
2: Yeah, me, me and Jake just literally have our first and second line swapped, and honestly, I think it's fair to do that. I, I, like I said, because I took the chemistry into account, I really put that as my first line, and I do feel strong with that. I could not hey, put Dale Howardchuk
0: as the number one center for the organization. I, I, I had to.
2: I, 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 that's fair. That's, you that's couldn't. completely fair.
0: No, kidding me? Had I had to. Yes, like I yes. could not, could I, not. I had to do. My it. first line,
1: my first line is Bobby Hull, Dale Howard, Chuck T. Solani. I like that line a lot too. I think that's that that line for me just screams iconic, and I cannot get over it. Like that's that was, hockey. That's that's if you're if you're looking at three guys, the the three guys that you want to probably be the most iconic legends of your team, those are your three. For no, without a
0: doubt, bro, without a doubt, you're one hundred percent right. Question. Think about yeah. think about that. Bobby Hall f- laid the foundation for Dale Howarchuk, and to see Timo Salani was the last player to really finish out that era of Jets hockey in the nineties before they relocation to Arizona. Right, like once he got traded, that's when the team's hopes and the spirits kind of died.
2: Yeah, and he and he mm-hmm. was the last uh, the last of the old Jets left in the NHL. He was the last guy to retire. Exactly.
1: The Jets. Yeah. He was around longer. But it's funny considering he was a rookie. No, and he was wasn't so Shane
0: Doan around longer? I don't know because remember, Kalani
1: uh, uh, comes plus. back after a year or so. I'll check that right now. But Shane I Shane Don retired
0: recently, like in the last five years. That's why you might be confused. Well, I know Celina that retired that in like two thousand eleven.
1: Kalani, you mean?
0: Yes, that's what I'm saying. Oh yeah, Shane <laughs> do <Doan> retired <laughs> in twenty 20- sixteen. Sorry, I said I thought I said Kalani like like that. Uh, okay. Like, it's yeah, Shane yeah, Don yeah. Shane Don retired in 2016-17. After that, that season,
1: did you just pull it up now. Yep. Solani retired in 13-14. Four, yep, so Shane after Dunn was the last game.
0: current Jet playing. Oh, okay. Because he played the rookie year with the Jets. Close. He played 74 games and only had 17 points. He, did a a to point he, only, he took a while to get going. From he only took a while to get going. For like five years, he was mediocre. And then all of a sudden, he had 51 points. And then the year after that, solid 50 and higher guy
2: so our, if we're gonna move on from the all-time jets thing i remember me and you jake earlier were having a conversation about this and i wanted to bring this up here it was about a uh possible player that could be with us come playoff
0: you, no oh, you want to talk about my theoretical rumor that yeah. makes Let's no, no about, sense but that. also makes sense because as a fan i want to see it all right i'll share it i'll share it yeah, ladies and gentlemen this help. is completely hypothetical and it's just more of me basing it off of kind of loose information I have about the situation. This is this your Devin
1: Dubnik thing?
0: No, it's not Devin Dubnik. Okay, this is About. Okay, I have a, a gut feeling, based of how the organization has handled it in the last, I would say, last few months and going into the season, that there is a possibility cool. that Brian Little could join this team in the playoffs. Why else have they not just announced his retirement? And like, get done something for him properly, and like, you know, roll out a game where they like to commemorate him or something like yes, that. Is they want to keep on like Robert
1: Island. I didn't
2: Island. even think of that until you, you mentioned it earlier. I was just kind of like, like, they haven't mentioned. I mean, all they've done is moved him to LTIR. That's it. And that's just, and like, and, 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 and and
0: and and it's and I only say that because if Brian Little didn't want to play hockey again because of what the doctors have told him, he would have just come out and retired. Like, think about it. Even Brent Seabrook, whose contract is still active and who is on LTIR, announced he retired. He's not playing anymore. That is a dead contract. He's done with the NHL. He hasn't. There's been no announcement that Brian Little has indicated he'd stopped playing. Just what the Jets have said about the doctors saying he can't play right now, but he's working hard to figure out one day and like address it in the future. And I'm just saying there could be a chance that because of that language that he could join this team, especially if this team is the number one team, say, in, this, in the division or something like that and have very good playoff positioning or in the second round. Why else would he not want to try to win a Stanley Cup? Like I just think I mean, I was just talking with Carter about it. And I I think it's hype. I think it makes sense, but at the same time, it's like it's really up to Brian Little. Like at this point, he's getting paid regardless, and yeah. it, it's up if he wants to risk his body anymore. Like think about the injuries he's had. It's this is like devastating. So does he really risk it? A family Not guy whatever. and everything, but one more chance to win a cup. This is the best t- Jets team. We haven't even seen them set foot on any ice yet, and we already know that this is the best Jets team assembled in the last ten years since Atlanta relocated back to Winnipeg or we got the team from in the purchase, so however you want to word it either way it's still this is a huge year coming up for us There's the tension's on us I,
2: and and one thing i mentioned was like just think about how much that that would really like rally the troops and really get
0: it'd be amazing same, for the fans
2: like like Stoke. like think about how crazy the fans are going to be about Brian Little coming back like this guy who you know he's been like one one of the players who really embodied the soul of being a Jet, I, and I he think... goes down in just a, a tragic accident, and we don't see him for what, what is it, two years now?
0: It's been two been years. Out. I think longer and, than two years, honestly, from when the it happened. Then, and
2: then we hear that he's coming back for the playoffs. Let's fucking go and win the Stanley Cup. Exactly. Think about how rejuvenating that is for the locker room. Think about how rejuvenating that is for the fans. People are going to go nuts. Bring out their Brian Little jerseys that they still have, of course.
0: It'll be great. And
2: uh, I'd I'd love every second of it.
1: Yeah, no, that would sound really good, actually.
0: (laughs) Like, God, like, think about how crazy... And also, think about the depth that the Jets would have if Brian Little came oh back. and was even God. half of what he was when he got oh injured. my God. Like, fuck. The Jets already have so much potential. Think about this. If Cole Briffetti could somehow win Paul Maurice's heart over in, like, the preseason and in the uh, entry level, in, the, in his first seven games, potentially, imagine he if he can win out. his heart... If he does. If Paul's like, shit, this kid can, like, really play, and, like, he gets a couple goals under his belt, we're going to have a young Cole Briffetti. With pl- playing somewhere within a top six or a third, thir- uh, top nine that is absolutely stacked. Think about that. Think about how good Paul Stastny was for us even last year at the age he was at on a reduced role. He'll, he'll be probably just as good as that. That'd be perfect. But they've got so much potential. The Jets this year. Zach, what's your favorite addition the Jets have made going into the season? What really gets you excited for coming up for that puck drop on like the twenty second or whatever it is preseason? Honestly, it's a
1: it's a cross between. I don't know. It's I don't know if it's if it's Dylan or Schmidt, right? Like those are the two options, really. Addition.
0: I think for me, it's honestly addition by subtraction. The Jets let so many guys go that I was really worried that they might keep around. And also, when you think about it, in the past, last three plus years, the Jets have signed like four fourth-line bum vets constantly to fill up that line and clog the pipe jam. And this year, they only signed one guy at a minimum league deal who is actually a good NHL player that plays good defense and is valuable to a club that's trying to win a Stanley Cup in Nash. Like, that's not a bum. Like, that's not a guy that's just going to be there and do nothing. He'll be a good defensive anchor. He'll be someone you need on the cheap to block shots and do that. They didn't go out and for sign sure. a guy like Nate Thompson or whatever. They didn't clog that up. Now we have hope that Gustafson can come in. Like, there's just so much potential. I think for me, it's that's outweighs even the great additions of Schmidt and, uh, and Dylan. What about you, Carter?
2: Uh, yes, I like that. And one thing, actually, I was going to ask you was, with the new defense that we've acquired via trade, do you think the Jets actually consider trading Villy Hainola in the sense of there's no spot for him in the lineup right now. No. We're making a push now. No. Could we could get a good price for him? Do you think they would consider it? Because no. I've heard some people saying that they think they'd consider it just because city say to be already.
0: But then I bring up the question of why didn't Shovel Dayoff pull the trigger when Nashville said they wanted Villa Hinola in the offer for Matthias Ekholm? Because remember that trade was in the works, but he didn't want to do it because he didn't want to give up Villanola or Cole Perfetti. They were untouchable. He couldn't shop Dylan Sandberg as a top prospect with the first to get any elite type of player at yeah. the draft.
2: I just wasn't sure if if that would sway his opinion. Now that he's I don't made think it moves. would for this these defenses.
0: I don't think it would. If the Jets trade any of their assets at the deadline to bring in talent, I think that that even though this is an all all in year, I think that is quite dumb, especially cuz Cole Perfetti, look how good he was at the AHL level as an underage rookie. Imagine oh, if he sure. had imagine if he has even half of that on the Jets, that could be a great uh, secret yeah. weapon to have I in the bottom six. I
2: was no,
0: I am just talking I'm just talking about yeah. that youth infusion, right? Like even if yeah. Hainola only plays like 20 games, you know ro- rotating with uh, Stanley for example for matchups say I think that will be more valuable for his, his development and as a team right now trying to win and then potentially seeing a Stanley. because remember Stanley right now is going to have to prove that he is an NHL defenseman he's not going to be in a sheltered role yeah. anymore even though it's he'll probably be a third pairing guy uh like DeMello we don't know the lines yet Josh Morrissey could play with DeMello Brendan Dillon could play with Nate Schmidt you know what I mean? Like they could roll up, but we have no idea what Paul Maurice is gonna do yet, so I think didn't, there's potential uh, that Villa Hayola is gonna come up. and play didn't
2: DeMello and Dylan play together in Washington?
0: No, I don't think they were there at the same time. Her. I think Dylan was in oh, okay. San Jose at that time. Oh, okay. But either way I think that could be uh I think that could be a really good fit.
2: Yeah, and also if one with that defensive kind of slotting in, one of our guys gets injured,
0: it's always good to have really another guy hot and ready to go.
2: Really, having like a guy with the talent of Vili Hainola ready to come up into the roster is literally perfect. And that, because injuries are, they they happen, and there's nothing you can do about it. So you have to be pre- prepared for the worst sort of thing. Which is why I'm happy our team has the depth that it does because. I mean, they'll need, they'll need to sometimes adjust when things well, like this Well, exactly, happen. and the Jets are notorious yeah. for injuries. Right. Yeah. Very badly timed injuries. Yes. yes. And injuries that have kept people out for years and years on end. Please come back, Brian Little. I Please do.
0: Retire a Jet with some honor, man. You're too good to go out like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I want to ask you guys this question about, like, in Vancouver, they have this thing called the Ring of Honor. And it's not retiring a jersey, but what it is, you get, like, the player gets a photo of themselves up, like, uh, basically uh, right beneath the top of the lower bowl yes, yeah, and the yeah. stands, yeah. right? Yeah. And yeah, it's, I, like, I, a I tribute to them. It, yeah, exactly. You, I forgot I forgot, yeah. that. I forgot about that. Oh, I'm, super, I'm dumb me. I forgot you guys have yeah. been to Vancouver we saw, before. Yeah. We saw a
1: grand total of it's one Canucks goal.
0: That sounds like the Canucks.
1: Between two games. Yeah. And it was with 30 seconds left. On a trickler past Martin Jones. That sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. And they were down by like three at the time. I was like, oh, way to go. want a medal.
0: Either way. um, Yeah, so they have that system where it's not like the retired numbers. It's not like the all-time greats, but it's players important from an era, right? I think the Jets should start that. If the Jets aren't going to do it, if the Jets' Hall of Fame is going to be something more for the older players so that they can show tribute to that era, the current Jets players should get a Wall of Fame type Like Like, there, there should be one for Wheeler... Bufflin and Little, like all three of them together because I think that that would be really good for just remembering this era of the last 10 years of hockey going forward as the Jets right like we want to remember the past and the past is those players even though because they're at the tail end of their careers we
1: are very sentimental for our players yeah we are
0: and Winnipeg is a very yep. sentimental city like that look at for look at the Solana game you know after all those years him That's being in cool. the end of his career on Anaheim and it was a sold out that was more desirable than the home opener
1: they also made a point of having the game that even the game that Shane Donner had his jersey retirement. They made sure that it was between Arizona and Winnipeg, mm-hmm. which is very important because like a lot of other teams, they don't really care who the hell you play against
0: exactly. because they don't show up.
1: And they go, oh, "Who's in town? Pittsburgh?
0: That'll do it." Exactly. Like, but like, I feel like that should be something the Jets organization should like if they're already going to contribute like do a tribute to Dale Howard, check with all the stuff they're doing and the statue, which is amazing. It's something I'm that they very should about Same. Same here. I hope that I'm in Winnipeg next oh, August perfect. in the summer when it comes out. That would be, I really want to be there for that. It, it's, it's a very important thing that they're doing, and I respect them a lot for that as the, as the organization. But they yeah. should do something to remember the current Jets. like Especially when Wheeler retires... Because I feel like Wheeler's probably going to be the last guy to go as the captain. Like, you know, like, Brian Little's kind of already trickling off. Bufflin's retired. Like, once Wheeler's gone, they should totally do something to commemorate the last 10 years and put them there. Because think about, what would the Jets hockey be without those guys? A lot uh, more losses. We would have probably lost the team again. well. Mm, no. We had no one other than those guys. I and mean, we didn't even make the playoffs for, like, eight years, man. Six, yeah, seven years. I will, I will argue
1: that we if would, we make we would list, still do a team, but...
0: That would be an amazing statue. The
2: two Vegas players. Yes. A great I, of
0: a statue. Well, I, I prefer the one against
1: Nashville because at least we won that series. I don't like associating that. Like that's always like a cursed image for me because I'm like we didn't win that game.
0: We yeah. lost. Yes, we did. We lost. Like, Our hopes and dreams died that day. Like honestly, if, we if have you, have you want a photo of Gofflin, one with him going like this.
1: Yeah, and then no. If you're getting one of like Buffalo, just get the one on the where he's doing paint. that, where he's doing that goddamn celebration like a fucking idiot when he scores, or
0: him dabbing. He's like, when he when he dabs, not he to dab. Breakaway. We are
1: not celebrating a five a five on three shorty against fucking Arizona. Louis Domingue, get the fuck out of Let's here with it. that shit. Louis Domingue, newest <laughs> member, newest member of the Pittsburgh Penguins, ladies and gentlemen. Louis Deming
0: PTO deal saw that
1: That guy is yeah it better be a two two it better be a friggin two way deal oh. so, Wait wait you look at it, that that fucking legendary t- Tampa team When did they lose Deming was in net. Oh I got it okay
0: Exactly <laughs> okay, Even though he had those good celebrations
2: but actually, here, I'll, I'll ask this to Zach, because I uh, asked Jake the last question. Go Zach, for Zach. it! Did you hear about the uh, the city of Tempe opened bids to develop a 46-acre arena for entertainment purposes, and the Coyotes submitted a bid?
0: I saw that.
1: Yeah, because they're fucking poor. And they need a place to stay.
0: They're not going to get that, though. And even if they do, it's not going to be... They're gonna, not getting they, shit! Like, they're going to build a stadium. I I think, isn't that stadium... How many seats is it rumored is it supposed to be? <laughs> It's not a lot, right? No,
1: they're going to have to overpay for sure if they're going to even get in there, but I doubt they'll get in there.
0: Like, isn't, like it a, they, they to, isn't it also a small arena? Like, it's about, I think it's a little smaller than Winnipeg.
1: Like, let's be honest. They are moving. They are moving. Like, it's why? Rich,
0: I'm sorry, Arizona. They fans, are moving
1: in two years.
2: Just letting you know, the current stadium that they have, which I'm assuming they would not use, uh, it has uh, 9,558. What? Their capacity. That's the stadium the current... they're rolling with
0: next season. <laughs> you are not even. Fuck. They're, people. They're fucked. D O N E. Fucked. <laughs> How are they gonna make actually, any wait, revenue? Wait,
2: wait a minute. Wait a minute. Nope. That's a baseball diamond. What
0: the fuck? I thought it was supposed to be. What the fuck is this er, bullshit, ladies and gentlemen? God we're damn it, Carter. After this episode. What the hell? God damn How it, is it not, Carter? God damn it. That's Carter, the- post the post blooper that. of you not being able to
1: speak English, you fool! Because this is so representative of that!
0: The Arizona Coyote yeah. Stadium. What's, where do they play? You just Google Arizona Coyote Stadium. They play Stadium. in the Gila, Gila, Gila River... Gila, Gila the Gila! River uh, yeah.
2: Gila River Arena.
0: And they're part yeah, of the... Not the Gila, Gila. Where's the... Capacity? does it even say. Capacity. It's 18,000.
2: Uh, what did you um,
0: say? Their current arena is eighteen thousand. They probably sell out like maybe fucking thirty percent of that. No offense, Arizona. I was about to say, you were you about to say the goddamn are... words? Like,
1: I know an Arizona fan, and I really feel bad for him because he follows the team really wait, well. Wait, where is he from? He I does know his know homework. An
2: Arizona fan from Arizona.
1: Me too. Not the same one. It's not the same one. Clark, okay. I guarantee. You. It's just no. He he covers the Arizona Coyotes on Instagram. He does
0: a lot of that. I'm the AZ sports guy. I know him. I'm really familiar with him and we've talked about it on Twitter. He yeah. uh, covers everything in Arizona.
1: I know. Yeah, I know a guy, Coyote Central. He does it.
0: But it's just... There's a little... It, little I feel so bad for him. Like, I feel so really bad for those guys. guys. I do too. There's a really small, because, like, small fan base. They are so...
1: There. They're so invested on the team and they, they have very interesting takes on the guys they take in. And like then it's just...
0: I it's love just watching a pit. team talk about their acquisitions. I always feel bad because, like, these guys are trying to find the hope in a guy that, like, is barely an NHL caliber guy. They're like, hopefully he'll be decent, you know, and it's like... Can we, can we,
1: like, first off, that reminds me, that reminds me. Casey Middlestad is not worth $2.5 million. Of
0: course he's not. You kidding me? That was a can I, can I say
1: that right now? Like, Casey Middlestad is, like, is the, is the little engine that... Please, I can't believe he Buffalo.
0: signed in Buffalo. I can't believe he actually took Lil- a kill. going to sign him? Anyone, but take a shot out. At- He'd rather like, yeah. leave and make less money than, than at least get out of Buffalo and try to have a career. I...
1: Yeah, for sure, but also, too, he's so young, he hasn't made a lot of money because he hasn't played up to his potential, and he has no proof, and he probably has made roots in Buffalo because that's probably his first, like, once you get drafted, you're moving. You move to the the city, you go there. I don't think he has enough stable living that he thinks that he needs to, like, stay there. Well, like I, he, would, I, he, I would think I think he it. does. I I think he wants to leave too, but I think he it was to the point where he just wanted. He was like, you know what? Screw it. I'll take this deal because. Mm. Do you think anyone else in the National Hockey League was offering him two point five mil?
0: No, obviously not. But no, I mean, no, still no. It's worth so, it so it that's why Romero, he took build, it. Build a career. Buffalo's not going anywhere anytime soon because I think he thinks that he can do something. Ten years.
2: So what, what do you think about all the there's a bunch of Islanders signings
1: that came. out. I love the fact that Lou Lamorello is such. Like, if this was any other GM, we would have heard about all these signings. Yeah, so quiet. But it's Lou. It's fucking Lou, the mob boss himself, and he okay. does not let that shit so, go. I'm
2: just going to read through them, just for the viewers to hear. So, so uh, Casey kazikas signed six Zizekas. years... five. Kazekas. You know who I'm talking about. Fuck off. Um, and then... In Pal- English.
0: Palmieri <laughs> deal is nice.
2: Yeah, signed four years at five million. That's not bad, um, no. Um... Uh, Sorokin signed three years at four million.
1: That's a bit um, of a gamble, Bevilier, but I see what they're doing. Uh,
2: Boville signed three years at four
1: point one five. Oh, that is oh, I like that. I, I, I really that is that money. I love that Boville contract.
0: Isn't that awesome? Isn't he holy shit? Very can
1: very I good? have Beauvillier
0: for four be point one million dollars?
1: $1. $1. one five.
0: Dude, I feel mean, yeah, I mean, that like, guys like him don't go that cheap anymore. That's a rarity. He
1: he's easily five point eight in my mind, honestly. Hell, I like think he gets he's a goal
0: roughly on the I'm open market. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a goal scorer when it counts. Dude, people like he's, he's depth overpaid. scoring at its premium, at a premium depth scoring that like.
0: You know, for sure, Any, the NHL is just one of those Ooh. leagues where GM's overpay. I'm surprised. I, but I like it when a player chooses a good a good contract that pays him a lot of money, but it's not like he's greedy and goes after all he cares about his <laughs> who i trying to and win a on team a team. Friendly. Like I like the Ehlers. That's Ehlers what Tzizekas did.
1: Though. That's what Tzizekas did, though. Didn't you hear? He got offered 5 mil. He got off 5 mil from Seattle.
0: And He turned it down.
1: He turned it down, yeah,
0: Seattle, which is shocking, shocking, who the fuck is giving? Yeah, getting... no offense to you guys, I'm happy you're getting, you got paid 2.5 mil, you're Let's not worth five. I want to talk about this, you guys, even though I like the roster Seattle's built, I do not understand the contracts, they've all been massive overpayments, I know when you have that much cap and you can like afford to bring in these guys, none of is them this are the idea? Stars. Like stars. Is this Curry's the idea of a good player? player? Yes, it's. it's is
1: this, exactly. this is this. We're running this gambit. Exactly. If they, if it works this year, this is what's gonna happen. Is Jaden? They're James trying Schwartz to that deal. No. Is he a No. No. Of he's no. He's he's going down. He's going to slightly decline. Yeah. Let's be honest. James Schwartz never really lived up to his potential. No offense. Don't get me wrong. He's a Stanley Cup champion. Let and everyone thinks talks about how he's a Stanley Cup champion. I will just name this one important fact to you. We talked about James Schwartz during the cup run, and we said he could be a possible con Smythe candidate. Where the fuck did he go after the series against Dallas? He scored, like, maybe two goals in, in the San Jose series. He didn't score, like, a single goal against the Bruins. He vanished off the face of the fucking earth, meaning it had to be Pietrangelo, O'Reilly, or Bennington by default. I agree like, I agree. and he always had guys around him that did well. Shen was ha, had a better la, fi, Stanley Cup final than he did.
0: No, I. I, I that's did. What, that's what we're talking about. Like, I'm gonna pull up the cap friendly real like, quick for Seattle because I want. Like Schwartz, up.
1: I understand that you wanted name value in there, but Schwartz is not the guy that you're looking for. Like a solid, like top pair forward for long term. He can do. I don't want to say middle six because I, I would say that his play style doesn't really um, translate to a third line r- scoring position. I'd say you could put him, like, second line. But, like, Like, that's... like the
0: Alexander Wenberg deal. It's another prime one. Wenberg, what the fuck? Four and a half, half million dollars for, like, the next like, four years. Give
1: him two. Give him two and a half. Like, Wenberg is, like, a Sezikis, in my opinion. Maybe that's a little harsh. Maybe he's, like, a, like he, okay, he's third line.
0: What, what what like whether like I don't understand how they get Vince Dunn at a four year like Vince Dunn they got at a good deal but then they overpay the shit out of Jamie Alexiak.
1: I'm shocked that they like, got, got Jamie, Jamie Alexiak is
0: making almost five million dollars and just compare that Josh Morrissey's making six, and yeah Josh Morrissey's been on a, on a slump the last couple of seasons but Josh Morrissey and uh, Jamie Alexiak aren't even really in the same league in my opinion. Wh- wh- so what, so is, you, what is what is, is like Josh making? Morrissey
2: playing the way that like like. Like God tier Josh Morrissey, Holy
1: shit. Exactly. There's a reason why Josh
0: okay, Morse so earns six he is million one of the dollars. Fa- He's so, a
2: fantastic
1: skater. I love what you guys are saying. I, it also isn't worth It's been a while since then. I was just gonna ask a couple questions. First off, Alexia, what did you say his price was? Four
0: point six million.
1: What is Nate Schmidt's price?
0: Six million.
2: Um yeah. what do you guys
1: think? I know of- no, no people will say that Schmidt's is an overpay. It is I would overpay, argue a, it's not it, a it is.
0: slight overpay. However,
1: why is it an over why did he get that overpay because he proved that he was very very good Vancouver I t-
0: look bro I, d- I say this after on my I try to say this in my Schmidt video I've talked about this with all my Vancouver fans when it happened a year ago and when it happened now Schmidt was never going to work in Vancouver it was a dumb attempt it was Benning just looking for a star he could get on a cheap deal a third round pick and a cap dump don't match it- exactly because think about it. Nate Schmidt needs to be an offensive given defenseman Right. right. To score goals. The defense a guy like- and the thing is, is that uh, Hughes, as a guy who watches the Canucks... Hughes is the he only run, guy that can he carry, that. He, he runs the power play. Hughes runs the ice for the offense when he's on. Like Hughes runs everything from the, from behind the net as the defender when he's on. That's the playstyle style the Canucks use. And Look what the had Hughes He's not going to work with playing with Hughes. He's not, not, not right. going to thrive.
1: I fully agree. Look at the defensemen they had around Hughes when their team was successful. Stetcher is a somewhat defensive. They had Stetcher at the time. Um, Chris Tanev not an offensive defenseman, I think we can safely say that, um, Travis Hamanick, they had defensemen that pretty much were just placeholders that were literally staying back, prepping Quinn Hughes to take the puck forward. Their entire game plan was literally, Quinn Hughes can be the playmaker on for the de- defense, the rest of you fucks, do not lose the line. No, That's no, it. I... Right.
0: No. Yeah. Like, but like that's why I'm so excited to see Nate Schmidt next year with the Jets, because like if Nate Schmidt plays, for example, with Josh Morrissey, is I he love left or right pair. side? I believe he's a, uh, a left yeah. defenseman. Left defenseman.
1: Okay, so then are we having Morrissey move to the right side because both yeah. of them are left?
0: I think Morrissey's been playing a right a lot. Of no, long. because no, because Pionk is the guy on the right side. Let me pull up the Jets. He's side. on the left. Let me pull up the Jets' actually. Like, I I'm, I'm almost positive that he's okay. on the left side. I'm probably wrong, so just take what I say with a grain of salt. I I know cuz I I I've looked at these um, long, for a while. Side note, what yes? do you
2: guys think of the Kateria deal?
1: Oh, beginning
2: beginning huh? at the en- beginning at the end of the season. Okay, what did you say, Jake? I right? think it's good 8 deal. years 7.75.
0: Nate, Nate Schmidt, oh by the way, Josh Morris is listed le- listed as a left-handed defense left lefty. Mm-hmm. So, and Nate Schmidt plays both the left and right.
1: All right, because that was the thing I think we were talking about, was that he was versatile.
0: Well, because, like, obviously next year, Brendan Dillon and Neil Peonk is the obvious second pair. That makes a lot of sense. You need to yeah, right. Because in my so then, opinion, Brendan Dillon is just a way, way better version of what Derek Forbert is. Uh, Derek Forbert So then, are you form. doing? It's going to be already a are you running
1: Um, Demelo Stanley third.
0: I would run personally Demelo with Hainola and rotate Stanley in for size for matchup. But I, th- uh it's not going to go that way. Um, but yeah, that's know. basically what I would go because Demelo can play anywhere in the lineup and be effective. So Demelo for being sure. responsible as the third pairing defenseman is going to be really successful for us going into a. Long, longevity of an 82-game season. Tamello is the definition of fucking flexio. Exactly. He really he, is. He fits in anywhere to block shit. Like and the the big question mark for me, and I want to ask you guys about this, what can go on with Nathan Beaulieu? Are we going to move on from him? Because that's 1.25 sitting on active cap right now, and we are not, not going to need him. Here's the thing. There's no I don't way he's, he's, he's going to play over, over Logan Stanley. I think if there's a... Make ma- or get rid of him. No, there's no mix. Of we are gonna spread. have to eat a third round pick at least to get rid of that deal for one year. Do we? Same. Do we? Yes, How many years he have left? One How year. many years is left? One, one year. year. That's why. Is it this, this year first. or the next? year? It's this year.
1: Okay, so here's my argument. If we go to a point, I think he's going to be our healthy scratch type slash. That's not play like one point two five million dollars. Just, right no, no I'm not saying rather, that. I
0: would have rather. Wait, play wait, wait, play wait, play wait! I'm not done yet.
1: I'm not done yet. I'm not then and also to get Dirty Ben, that would mean that we would have to we would then have to have re have re signed both of them. Which we is didn't resign
0: Nathan Bully, Here's Nathan what Bully I feel like is, is probably gonna contract. happen.
1: We are either going to trade Bull you for probably picks, or we'll probably get to the trade deadline and probably still trade him for picks. Or we are you going to want want spin on to it. Yeah, uh, Carter Maybe. Need I remind you that goddamn Wayne Simmons was traded to Buffalo when he was a pending UFA Don't give me that bullshit that no one will trade someone for picks. There's always an idiot out there to yeah, take it
0: Buffalo makes no sense yeah.
1: Like, they tra- and then he fucked off the next day, the next fucking year So, let's not sit around and think, Well, like, like, so I'm not saying that that's, that that's probably, not, and also Anyway, even if we don't trade them, what's gonna happen? Yes, I understand we don't like having that one point, like whatever million, on the side. We'll probably just ignore it, though. We'll probably just ignore it, and they'll probably just keep them in, in the background just in case we get more defensive injuries.
0: Yeah, but what they could also I don't do like it, but
1: it's but probably what, gonna happen.
0: What they could also do is trade. This will hear hear me out when I say this. Okay. The Jets can trade Sammy Niku and Nathan Buliuk, and maybe yep. say a second round pick and Four. throw in a prospect, like a low-end prospect, just because you're throwing Four. those guys for cap. And then that gives you a little bit over $2 million of flexibility at the deadline for bring it for, for anything. If you need to plug a hole at the line, and go if, with a team this deep going into the deadline, so, you need guys to just plug holes, just depth for a player. Can I, and can I be honest with so what I think that hole is? You don't need Here a top go. guy, but you need a $2 million I think it, man it,
1: it, I, I, Okay, so I think first off, I think we might get another goal right?
0: Well, obviously, I, but we don't I, have that I'm money gonna be right honest, now. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be honest.
1: honest. I'm worried about Comrie.
0: I am too. A lot of people are. But I think, <laughs> this, organiza- I think this organization. I think Paul Maurice in this organization is, for some reason, after all the years of abuse Eric Comrie's ticket felt, it feels like, with the bounce of foul, and everything. I feel like he's going I chance. hope that man needs, I hope he does. I really because, think you the know what? Jets are just going to be like, you know what, kid? We're going to give you a chance at backup next year. Like holy shit that kid
1: that kid has got ptsd i don't even know how many houses he's moved he must be living at a holiday inn right now because his ass has been moving from city that, to city That's
0: this is i don't this is why i don't like this move. And this is why i want us to sign a guy like dubnik or, so, or even anyone really at this point because i don't want connor hellebuck playing like fucking Seventy games going you don't into want, the playoffs. No, you don't
1: want Kippersoft treatment.
0: No, why? Why bl- potentially blow him in the second round? That's when he'll be gone, and we'll have to rely on Eric Comrie for some reason. Like if that's how bad it gets, you never. Also, injuries can happen. What? You play that much as a that is the ideal amount
1: of games that Connor Halliburton plays this season. Tell yeah, me, you know.
0: Hellebuck.
2: tell Hellebuck. me how many games. The more sure. games you play, the more likely you are to be in. Connor Hellebuyck played fifty-six
0: games when he won the Vesna, and okay. he played a lot. Yeah, I think he even played more last year.
1: How many games do you? No, because we only had fifty-six games last year.
0: Well, like, oh, sorry, you would have meant the year. At, you know, then I'm confused. You know what I'm saying? But coming up this year, like, I think honestly, with like he could easily play sixty-five games potentially next year. Okay, and do we okay. really want to okay. see that?
2: Actually, he played 57 games.
0: <laughs> oh, sorry. I was just quickly glanced at <laughs> it. No
2: worries. No worries.
0: Just um, take a look. But is that really worth it going forward next year? It's a, There's a lot of questions about the Jets. Like, a lot of us big fans are going to overthink it. Like, this team is the best team that's ever oh, been course. built, but the backup goaltending is the one area where it's like, if Connor struggles, we're fucked, because we're going to overwork the shit out of Hellebuck, and that's either, who knows how that's going to work. That could be hit or miss. For sure. Yeah, like,
1: it's just it's finally that trial by fire like we've seen this with guys and like specifically like this is really marco dano all over again marco Dano was this but now goaltending is a higher value situation in the well, sense like, that there's no like have
0: killed yeah. burden sitting right there okay,
1: okay but also
0: too i love
1: burden i don't know if i want to use him yet because i, I feel like well, i
0: agree i'm just, just saying that time. there's the argument that burden right now is he needs enough games if he's,
1: he's going to be used is. He is a very good goaltender. He's better than Eric Comrie. No offense to Eric Comrie, but he is better than him. He is the successor to Hellebuck. Eventually, in some way, shape, or capacity, or at some point, as a one A one B option, hopefully, because I would love to see it. Because that would give, first off, Hellebuck's back a very good break from carrying all of this. Great. Holy shit! Yes, and also too being burden is very good. When you don't always play the best in front of him, holy shit, does that work in our style?
0: Holy fucking shit. Not to mention David like, Holm as well, coming up to the Moose yeah, potential next. Honestly, year. A lot I want him to, to great play great. on the
1: Moose, and I want him to get some more exposure. I want, because honestly, I, I love Burton, but Burton doesn't need to play so, so many games in the HL. HL goalies, I think, I think HL players should be aware that they don't need to play too, too many games in the HL. Just let just show us what you got in appearances and that's fine. Because if you sit there too long, you will begin to play down to that level and we want you to be playing better than that
0: level. For sure. No, you read my mind, dude. That's yeah. how I feel about the HL two. I really want to see Burden split next year with Arvid Holm. I think that would be great for both their developments. And then next year,
1: Maybe at seventy thirty at most, but like sixty forty possibly.
0: Like that'd be great. And then just see how they look at the end of the year and to base it off of that and how Comrie looks or how it goes this year. And maybe you give one of them an opportunity or how whatever, you know, like it could be really And yeah, don't get like
1: too long, like like don't get like too long streaks of games. Just keep it like two and two and then two and one exactly. or two and like, yep. just keep it always in the rotation. Like, yeah. hey, you played two, two games, and you play this game here.
0: Because the Jets' defense on the Moose is very young right now, so it's going to be interesting to see how Ooh. they play. You know, mm-hmm. Declan Chisholm, Dylan Sandberg, um, like, all, all these guys are really going to be their top four players, and they're very young guys. Now that Logan Stanley <laughs> and McHugh are kind of transitioned completely off the Moose. Yeah. All right, so I think we're going to wrap this up. It's going on for a pretty nice time. It's been a great conversation. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for checking out this episode of the Prairie Puck Podcast. Uh, Carter, it was episode 13, right? Yes. Episode 13, so we hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with an episode hopefully soon with some more guests. We've been just trying to talk to people and figure things out with the start of hockey coming around the corner and the next few bit with preseason and all that approaching. It'll be uh, good to get some more guests and stuff and episodes coming your way. So just look out for it, and hopefully it'll get here soon, and we'll be able to uh, record, even if it's late at night. Right now, like what it is right now. But either way, we'll get these episodes out eventually. So, yeah, thank you guys so much for uh, checking out the episode. Boys, want to say anything before we end it off?
1: Uh, Thanks for watching. That's pretty much about it. Check honestly. out the
0: CFL coverage by uh, Carver. Yeah, yes, yeah. great stuff. Yes.
2: Go bombers.
1: We'll, we'll have a...
0: Uh, maybe we'll have some uh, Prairie Puck CFL edition. Ride out from out Investors here. Group Field. We'll have that's, some that's... CFL coverage your way. Either way, guys, thank you so much for checking out this episode. Make sure to comment your uh, top players down, as always. We really appreciate seeing your guys' interaction. And With all that being said, have a great rest of your day. Peace, love, and positivity, and goodbye.